Welcome, I Chingus, to episode 112 of This Week in K-Pop. In this episode, we will talk about Babylon, EXID, Hyorin and Changmo, Ayu and Hyoko, Miso, Taeyeon, Oon, and Zico. My name is Steven, and with me, as always, is my co-host, Josh. Hello. And This Week in K-Pop is a discussion podcast that covers the last two weeks of K-Pop music video releases. And each episode, Josh and I will pick what we think is the best song of the last two weeks. You can find more of our episodes on iTunes, the Google Play Store, and SoundCloud. The video version can sometimes be found on our YouTube channel. Uh, or you can go directly to our website, thisweekinkpop.com. And you should go to our website. Specifically, you should go to www.thisweekinkpop.com slash giveaway because we are still giving away two $50 Amazon gift cards for passing 500,000 uh, downloads. downloads. Right. And a shocking, a shocking little amount of people have done this. Y'all don't want free money? You don't want free? Either, again, we live in a world of robots. And all of our downloads, like 499,000 of our downloads were robots. Y'all, y'all don't want money, robots? Robots yeah. need money, too. I'm afraid maybe I worded it weirdly in the last podcast. Like, anybody can sign up. Yes, you do have to make an yeah. account to that service. I think it's called Gleam or whatever. And yes, you got to sign in to other things sometimes, like a YouTube account, right? Follow us on YouTube or follow us on SoundCloud. I know it's a little bit of work, but you get a chance. $50. But some of those like entry like things is just visiting. You don't even have to sign up for anything. Yeah, just going to our website earns you an entry. Yeah. Um, so you should do it. It's, it's it's a free chance. You know, you may not win, but try it. Even if you have one entry, there's still a chance. Yeah. So what I'm going to do, originally the final day was the 20th. Mm-hmm. I'm going to extend that a week to the 27th because I know not everybody listens to the podcast right away. Sometimes right. people catch up after two or three weeks. So I want to make sure those people get a chance. So right now, the contest is going to finish on the 27th of April. Yeah, just round it out to the end of April. Oh, yeah, I can just do that, too. I can do April yeah. 30, 31st, 30th. January, February, March, April. 30. It's 30th. Um, anyways, please sign up for that. Go to thisweekinkpop.com slash giveaway. Links will be everywhere. Take our money. Let's take it. Yeah, we want to throw money at you. Also, I mean, it's not you know, entirely one-sided. I mean, we do want you to follow us on certain things. Visit our websites, you know, maybe sign up for Patreon. But, uh, you know, we're not, we're not a charity, right? Like, we don't run a charity. What, do we run a business? No. What do they necessarily call us a business? We run a podcast, Stephen. We do. And what we do is we talk about great songs of the episode. And I do want to congratulate 2017. We we have officially broken a record this week, Josh. Consecutive weeks for worst weeks ever. Yes, because this week, again, is probably the worst week we've ever had on this podcast for songs to choose from. You know how we know, Stephen. We always open up the last episode and we look at the songs and we're like, oh, this song, oh, this song. And we compare it with the songs from this week. And we're like, oh, this song wasn't so bad compared to to this podcast right and that is of course a combination of maybe those songs got a little bit better you know since we've heard it but i'm telling you right now this is not how this podcast used to go it used to be like up and down and up and down and up and down and in 2017 it's just going you know 
down, down, down. And down, also, down. 2016, towards the end, there was a string of just good episodes, just back to back to back, if I remember correctly. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, we still com- complain at the end of 2016 that it was kind of an off year and a, and a not a great year. So right. I can only imagine 2017. We're almost to the half year point where we do our, which will now be annual uh, best song of the first half of the year. Yeah. And it's going to be a spicy one. But let's get to it, Josh. Right. We already said it was the worst week. You know, a couple of our Slack shingles told us to live proud of that statement. Don't hide it in fear. Okay. <laughs> And we're not going to There's hide it. power in saying it. We're going to lean into it. So, Josh, you, of course, again, one rock, paper, scissors. Just like consecutive bad weeks of podcasts, I am the rock, paper, scissors champion here at This Week in K-Pop. And with my championship pick. Wait, wait, wait. Are, are you saying maybe if I w- if you let me win rock, paper, scissors, the week might be better? I don't know if that's true. Yeah, okay. I don't know if that's true. I, I don't see the correlation. Apparently, there's a correlation between uh, boating accidents and how much you like ice cream. So be careful, people who like ice cream. It's true. <laughs> I think that's the prime example of how correlation <laughs> means nothing. No, but, uh, statistics, robots, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know. You're right. You're right. I set that up, <laughs> but I'm still going to knock it down. Right, but with my championship pick, I have chosen uh, what you would think would be a, a banger. You would think so. Um, and this week it is maybe a solid six or a seven. Um, 2K17, 2K17. Yeah. And so my song of the week is IU and uh, Hyoko with their song Can't Love You Anymore. <laughs> say about the song so we we did have a k-pop round table for our last i guess last week's episode uh we invited some great guests if you guys have not seen that go ahead and check it out but the picks that i chose in that round table were kind of songs that were not very offensive and for me this is again a not offensive song Oh boy. oh boy, what a way to describe 2017 and the songs you like the most. Right. Inoffensive. So why is this song inoffensive? I mean, it's got mm-hmm. IU, 
Right. It's got oh, Hyoko right. it's banging on the charts in Korea right now. Yeah, it's like uh, either one or number two in any chart you check. Uh, this song is a very jazzy kind of, you know, dare I say, coffee shop kind of sounding song. It sounds like it was supposed to be sung live. And I think the 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 thing that I can hang my hat on in this song is that they have a very good kind of back and forth that we like in a lot of duets. And this song is pretty much a song of only that. Uh, it really sounds like Ayu and Hyako are talking to each other, like just conversation, but they're singing in it. And I really like songs uh, that when they're more ballady or they're more simple, they have that back and forth because it does build uh, a storyline to it. It does set the mood uh, in kind of a different way to say it. But if you don't understand Korean, it might not really hit home with you. Um, I can understand Korean, so I can understand most of it. But how did you feel about it, Steven? Um, everything you said is true. Um, uh, it does have a very big live feel to the point where the official music video is them singing it live. It, right. it actually is not the studio MP3 version of it. I actually think it sounded not as great. Like I actually think the real version is is better. I'm, um, I'm with you 100%. But it is cool that they did do that. Um, you know, I use has a very nice voice. I did not particularly feel that her voice is the was great in this song though. Um I, Hyoko's voice is 100% like the shining like this song was made yeah, for it him. It was made for him. Like right. it really fits his uh singing style very well. And but I do really like like this is a real duet. Like it's not just you sing a verse, you sing a verse. It kind of starts like that. But then they start ping-ponging back and forth. They start having a conversation, as you said. And that's interesting. That's cool. But I didn't get that much from it. I really didn't right. get that much. It Obviously, for me, you know, if you're a long-time listener, this is not a song I would ever uh, listen to just because, you know, maybe if I was in a, a sad mood, even then I wouldn't listen to this. Uh, if I was in a coffee shop, I guess, and I had to because I had no control mm. over the music, right? Like, okay, it, you know, I'm not going to get angry. But I, I am more interested in, you know, whatever, because this still sounds like a B-side song, much like yeah. um, her previous song. And, you know, I, I'm pretty sure the big one is coming up very soon. I think the one that she recorded a video with uh, Kim Soo Hyun with. Like, I'm assuming if you're busting out Kim Soo Hyun, you're, that's the major debut video, you know? Yeah, I want to hear that. I want to hear the real song, I guess I should say. I, I See, because I don't know what's going to be the main I guess, uh, single, lead single from her album because I, I did look at the track listing and apparently there's a song also with G-Dragon on it. Yeah. So, I mean, more things, I guess, to look forward to. This definitely does sound like a B-side kind of song, so keep that in mind. But, I mean, it's still a good song for me for how long it'll be on my playlist. I'm not really sure, but I am listening to it pretty pretty often now. I still think that, like, there are much, like better versions of this song. I mean, well, I guess that's not true because it is such a cool pairing, you know, Ayu and Hyoko, right? It's, but I feel like if if you if you're coming in for Hyoko, there's a better Hyoko song, right? And if yeah, you're coming in I for Ayu, there's a better Ayu song. song. Um, it is interesting that they're together, but I don't think it's like Captain Planet powers combined. I I, th- I think that hits it right in the head. Like there are interesting things about this song, but. Interesting does not necessarily make it float like completely, you know. 
Right. But uh, let's, I guess, move on to what you chose for the best song of this episode. Sure. Oh, man. Um, so the, the in English, it's, uh, I guess, U-R-N, Earn. Earn. But his Korean name is O-Yon. 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 Which kind of sounds like the Korean way to say Earn. Yeah. I mean, that's probably why. It's just right. weird. It's, you're not going to be able to type in, you know, O-Yon. Yeah. Um, but uh, anyways, he has a song. And it's called Born to be Blue. Swing. could be dpr live for all we know yeah he i mean he he definitely seems like he could be part of dpr yeah he, he has a very similar style even down to the way the music video is shot it's definitely the same music video director as in some of live's other songs right um but it just has this really big kind of live feel uh, dpr live um not as in iu and you know they're singing it live but uh the artist the live. artist live yes the artist formerly known as Live, now known as, as DPR, DPR Live. Right. Gangs, gotta get your clan tag, right? Yeah. And so this is a very chill song. It's actually a song that I would have thought, you know, Josh would probably pick. It's very similar to, again, your very inoffensive motif for this kind of year so far, right? It's definitely inoffensive, yes. I do like that it doesn't have autotune because some of the live songs has some autotune. Uh, but as Josh said, and we argued for maybe an hour about, is that anyone... Any R&B chingu can can sing this song, and I agree with that. It, the vocal style here is as plain as you can possibly get for for Korea. It doesn't make it bad. It just it means you're you're not coming for the Hyoko, you know, super unique sounding voice, right? Yeah, you're kind of coming for the backing track, and it's got that synthy mix synth that we love to to say because we don't know any other vocabulary words, and it, it's very kind of a booming like you know, there's synthiness to it. Very resonating. Yeah, yeah, very resonating. And I like that it, it, it is more singing, quote unquote, rather than rapping. Because um, uh, live sometimes switch back and forth uh, between a more rappy song and a more singing song. Uh, but yeah, I, there's really nothing else other yeah. than that. Like, 
It's an uh, okay chill song. Here, here is where I would play or I would say the word devil's advocate. Um, I don't know if I necessarily agree with this, but I'm going to kind of push this. There are uh, a lot of times where vanilla is kind of the best for the song. And in this song, I think it's made to be kind of really chill and, and sort of lazy in a certain way. So if his voice had too much of a flavor, it we could say that it doesn't match the song. But since it's so plain and so vanilla, I think it, it fits in seamlessly. Um, I don't know how I really feel about that. That could be true, could not be true. Um, but like you said, he does sing talks and it's a good kind of sing talk. Not necessarily bad, but well, actually, I don't know if I want to say it's good. Because <laughs> um, sing talky can get rappy sometimes, but it doesn't get rappy. But this sing talky is very generic kind of R&B chingu sing talky. But like if we've mentioned quite a lot of these kind of chingus, you know, if you like the chill R&B style and a lot of Korean people are starting to pick that up, uh, you know, this could be totally your in your bag, of, you know, in your wheelhouse, in your donkey, in your donkey roll. Donkey roll. I don't know. I watched Popstar Never Stop Popping recently. Oh, God. There was a donkey roll thing. Again, the music video, very right. much like DPR Lives. If you haven't seen that one, it's like taking kind of scenery, but then like green screening in a whole bunch of nonsense shit. Mainly like, just the, like the sky, like the. Yeah, the sky will green screen some shit on it or flip the camera upside down and mm-hmm. green screen half the thing. Here's some burst of color. And like it's one of those things where it's cool for 20 minutes or 20 seconds. But the whole video is like that. And that style is being used way, way, way more recently. Like on average, we'll see like three or four music videos that use this style now um, every two weeks. Yeah. I mean, even this episode, we've seen maybe two or three songs that have this effect. This being one of them and another one we'll talk about later. But uh, I'm not a fan of that. I actually really think it's like distracting. And I would rather just have almost to a point of no music video and just listen to the song because a lot of the, the images and a lot of the colors they use are very kind of abrasive in a sense for me. Not that I'm old or anything, but they're very neon and like colors that don't necessarily go together very well. I understand that some people that's kind of what they like and artistically that's their style. But for me, I don't like it. Not me. Yeah. I don't think it's made for, um, people that haven't been taking some drugs like it is 100 percent. like take some drugs you're gonna see some shit and i think this kind of chill type of song is actually kind of for those people a good song to smoke weed to yeah Um, so you know you like to pound that ganja i don't know we don't say i don't know i don't know i don't do no drugs (laughs) i'm a good boy you're gonna smoke that reefer you're not a good boy but you don't smoke the ganjas yeah you're gonna Anal some ganja, <laughs> you know. I don't know. <laughs> Anyways, I, I, you know, I get. I've heard it for other things you put in your butt. It makes it go faster, right? Like alcohol. That's true. And um, cocaine, or I don't, I don't know if that's true. Because either. maybe the intestinal lining or something is. Yeah, thinner. I guess ganja. Is yeah, 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 yeah. Weed doesn't do that. I don't know. I don't do no drugs, guys. I'm a good boy. Steven is a good boy. I was you born to be blue, first. guys. I was born to be blue. You heard it here first. And born to be blue. I'm not. I, mean, I don't really like that title because it is a jazz song born to be blue and if you're gonna put out this un jazzy song? unimpressive i don't want to say unimpressive but nothing special song then you shouldn't be using titles like that well i mean either way let's speak out let's talk about another good boy yeah let's let's talk a about another boy. song that i think is kind of in the same st- style as born to be blue 
Um, this song is by uh, Babylon or Babylon uh, featuring Sani. The song is called Ocean Drive. This song uh, produced by this guy named Last Night, or might be a team, and Adan. Never heard of these guys before, but this song is the definition of, I guess, like trip hop or chill hop, whatever you guys want to call it. Um, it heavily utilizes the 808 drum kit. If you don't know what that sounds like, that's like the kind of classic sort of rap and hip hop, like doom doom kind of drum kit sound. Um, I am a huge fan of that sound. So I'm kind of partial to this song as well. But Babylon doesn't really do much singing in this song. Only a little bit, right, Steven? Yeah. So, like, for me, the best part of Babylon is his voice. And so when he does get to sing in this song, that's the part where I'm like, oh, this has some actual flavor to it. And then the rest of it, because it's a chill song, it's like Babylon's version of Sing Talky, which is better singing than other Sing Talkies, right? It's better than earns right yeah because he's fucking babe babylon but it's sometimes i kind of hear that and i'm just like this is kind of a waste it's just kind of a waste of his yeah. talents like the, the way i see this song and born to be blue is that it's kind of like a, a lazy sauntering down the street and to kind of go off of what you're saying it's like if babylon his voice was like a mercedes-benz right like you're using your mercedes-benz to go like grocery shopping kind of a deal Mm. Or or some like luxury car to just do. Hey, rich people need to get groceries too. Just do the daily stuff, you know. And this is kind of like a good example of that. He he doesn't really get to utilize his his set of skills. Like Babylon, he is a singer. He doesn't really sing much in this. More sing talkiness, right? Yeah, I, like I guess even though I did pick Urns before you picked Babylon, so I could have picked Babylon. I, my problem, I think, is like I think Urns' song has a better backing track, and Babylon has a better voice. But in this kind of song style, I'd rather have a better backing track than a, a better voice. Because I actually, mm. I don't really like the backing track for this one. Um, and I like, I mean, this kind of drum kitty sound. Like, right. I mean, I just listen to like a million hours of beatboxing 
And the primary sound that they like to make is this kind of style of 808 um, drum yeah. kitty sound. Like I love that. But I think this song kind of didn't really have that much. Like if it wasn't for Babylon's singing in this, like, cause when you're singing this, cause we were listening to it, right? You've heard this enough. You were kind of right. singing along with it. Like you're singing because Babylon's voice is, is good and it's great. But you weren't like, yo, this, you know, I'm in the groove of this song. I wasn't trying too hard to sing to it. Right, right. Um, so I kind of wish maybe if they combine with, you know, with their powers combined, you know, that would be cool, cooler. Um, I'm a little bit confused, Steve. Maybe you can clarify for you. So, you, so you like it. You so you liked Earn Song because it 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 wasn't too. It doesn't utilize too much singing. No, no, I, I, I'm I, not. Correct me if I'm wrong. I don't really understand. I'm not talking. I'm saying Earn Song has a better backing track. Okay. Babylon Song has a better vocal track. Okay. I wish they were put together. Gotcha. I'm not saying I liked it because the vocals are bad in Earns. I'm just saying the backing track was better than the. That's why the you vocal. chose it. Yeah. Okay. Um, like I in my for chill songs, I prioritize. I think we both actually well prioritize usually the backing track. prioritize backing track. Uh, because like you said, the vocals, usually any Joe Schmo who is a singer can fucking do that, right? Like, mm. um, it, it is kind of nice that Babylon puts a little thing, but he doesn't, you know, he doesn't let, he doesn't get to the high RPMs. He just kind of stays in the low, you know, first gear. It's kind of, eh. And Sonny's in it. We not didn't offensive. talk about that. Not it's offensive. Not terrible, but doesn't bring much Doesn't to really it. put a stamp on anything that says like, this is good. You know? But Sonny never like we like Sonny, but as a featuring artist, I maybe it's been a while since he's done a good song. But like, I don't know what Sonny has ever really brought to the table as a feature. Yeah, here's the thing that we like about Sonny. I think we like a very specific type of Sonny, and that's a problem um, for us because I mean, we don't. That means that we shun almost anything else he does. But Sonny is very good at like the very lighthearted kind of joke almost joke style like songs and we almost never get that when he's featuring right i mean i, I don't think that's just us i think everybody i mean obviously everybody prefers that because ain't no fucking right. sonny like gangster song ever reaches the charts but his cute ones do so and also some of his more serious kind of breakup ones also i think the last dinner song was it was that song was called like last dinner or something or i don't know yeah that song was a little bit more serious and also was pretty popular if i remember correctly well, it's not the serious that we don't like. It's the, the hard, the hard, hard. Saying, like. Yeah, just like we don't like hard J Park. Yeah, and Korea doesn't either. Um, but I guess Americans love it. I don't. I personally don't know why. Like, if you're gonna, if you're gonna get hard J Park singing in English, there are hundreds of better rappers or songs out there. <laughs> like Future, not Future, but yeah, not Future's future. not a going hard rapper. He's like a I'm permanently drunk rapper, or I'm. I'm permanently intoxicated on something. Like I got punched in the face and I can't really speak. Like I have got a wired jaw. Anyways. Anyways. Um, the people that we want to speak about, right? We want to open our big fat mouths are the people that support us on Patreon. And I mean, we've been doing it for quite a while. We are so, so fucking thankful to all you guys that help us out every month. We want to thank the people that donated $25 or more. And this Month, or I guess last month technically, because this is for March. Yeah. We got only one person. So I want to do a super special silky call out. Silky. In the most radio voice I can do it. I want to say, Lauren C., thank you very much. 
That was disgusting. Was that disgusting? Let me try again. Yeah. Lawrence. Oh, that was even worse. That made my butthole clench. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what kind of stylistic yeah. voice you're trying to do. I don't know if you're trying to do like radio show talk or a radio show like late night, like talk show host. Yeah. Lawrence C. See you later. <laughs> that's what I heard. I was like, ooh. I mean, that's what I said. That's what ooh. I meant, girl. Lawrence uh, C. But yeah, thank you very much. You know, I fully understand, you know, other, you know, we still got 41 awesome people that help donate to us. I, at the risk of sounding ungrateful, because I don't mean it this way, but, you know, we have about 41 people donating to us on Patreon. We have even less than that signed up for the giveaway so far. Right? That doesn't make any sense. And 41 people donating on Patreon is like less than 1% of our numbers. Right? So like less than 1% of our audience has signed up for the giveaway. Like that's crazy to me. More people give us money than Than want our money. money. Take it. Take it and or give us more money. And you can do that by helping us out on patreon.com slash this week in K-pop. If you donate $2 or more, you can join our Slack channel. Um, we want more people because kind of the discussion waves, comes in waves, you know? And so the more people we get, the less down waves there are. Yeah. We're kind of in a down wave right now. I would disagree. I think uh, a lot of people are starting to talk about produce, uh, the new Boys Produce season two. A lot more often on our Slack. Well, I mean, it just started. So, like, I mean, that's a lot. I mean, I think it was like three people. But, anyways, if you want to discuss Produce 101 season two, bro, uh, Broduce, Broduce 101, come to our Slack channel. We got some chingus that are really interested in it. Um, I'm still, I'm not, I still am not planning to watch it. Are you planning to watch it, Josh? I am not. I've got too many things to watch. Yeah, like, unless some of our Slack chingus are like, yo, you really got to get on this train, then I might watch it. Um, or if I'm really bored at work, I might watch it. But right now at this point, yeah, like there's just so much stuff to watch that I'm sorry, but Broduce just ain't one of those. And I got Grand Blue to play. <laughs> we do have Grand Blue to play, um, which if you don't know is a Japanese uh, gotcha game. Gotcha game. And if you don't know what that is. Not, not gotcha like got you, but gotcha is in like pulling toys gotcha. Yeah, this is a terrible way to explain it. So it doesn't understand. It's a game. You level up heroes. You got you level up heroes. It's like a, it's kind of a shitty RPG. Anyways, Grand Blue Fantasy. You should try it if you want to be cool like us. And if you play, hey, sorry, I cruise full. <laughs> Can you be more inside baseball right now? I'm sorry. I'm the sorry. Terms that you're I'm talking sorry. about, dude. I'm sorry. Let's let's talk about some more terms that people might not understand. Well, you're not going to be able to MLB, but you know what? If you get it, we'll give you a good team <laughs> and a crew, and then you can four-star that crew, and then you might get a good Omega drop, and then you can jo- join our... It's like, come on, dude. I'm sorry. You're just like... I'm sorry. just like the, the problem on that subreddit. I'm sorry. Oh, let's move on. Let's yeah, move let's move on, on let's to move my, on. my pick. And now this is a crazy pick. It is absolutely crazy to me. That talk about insider baseball. Yeah, this is... Not a good song. It is not a good <laughs> song. It's not a good song. It is not a good Yo. song. But, but I enjoy it because it's not good. It's so bad, hmm. it's good, and I like it. And it's by a girl named Miso, and the song is called KKPP. Hey, hey, we gon' 
And yes, I'll say PP. Yeah, uh, I was about to say that, but mm-hmm. the Korean uh, ver- the Korean name of the song is called Kirki uh, Papa. Um, that kind of translates more into something like uh, you're quick on your feet. You can adapt to the situation really well or adapting to the situation very well. Yeah, you're really good at PP. PP. Anyways, Miso is a girl from a girl group that we've never talked about and ain't nobody really heard of them, but they're called Girls Girls. It sounds like a peep show, Girls Girls. I, actually, when I hear Girls Girls, I picture an April kind of group. I pick a super cutesy girl group, which is not the case. They maybe are not my, that case. Maybe my mind's in the gutter, but when I hear Girls Girls, or especially Girls Three Time, Girls Girls Girls, go straight to the gutter. You know, I'm a I good think, boy. I think a stri- oh. I think a strip clubs. <laughs> anyway, so this song is produced by some dude or dudette named Flanger. Poop uh, Flanger. And the reason Pee-pee I looked flanger. that up. <laughs> He's been flinging some peepees. The only reason I looked that up is because this song, as everybody in the comments is going to argue about, is sounds a whole lot like Hyona. Yeah, like four minute Hyona, kind of that style, like very Hyona shrill, solo thing. Yeah, shrill kind of vocal female rapping with like a kind of more funkier bass kind of sound, but it sounds really kind of busy and like kind yeah, of ratchet sounding. Funky. I would say ratchet. I wouldn't say yeah, funky. not not funky, but like a really loud bass. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely the build up, build up, build up, big old drop. You know, the sound that four minutes kind of been using. You know, before they uh, disappeared. And this girl's voice, Miso, is very Hyona like. Like I, I full, like Ugh. I will never understand how some people are like stop comparing it to Hyona. I'm like, good God, like it is so obviously Hyona voice. Like, come on. If you did not tell me this was Miso. And you told me this is Hyuna, I might believe you. Right. That's how similar they are. That's not disparaging. It's just like, girl, you sound fucking like Hyuna. And and the song really, really, really does. From the backing track to the vocals. But the thing is, is I like Hyuna. He does. I like Hyuna way more than Josh does. Way? Uh, Strangely. Right. She's made some, some not great songs, but she's also made some songs I really do enjoy. This is like a weird, like, SNL parody of it, but it's still interesting to me like i we were listening to just the backing track and it's actually really good it's good googly miss boogly it's pretty good like i would totally hear this in a club right and like or a bar and be like oh yeah let's go like kkpp you know or it sounds better in korean Mm. Um, but this girl miso is fucking shrill hyoning all over it like you gotta be careful yeah, it, it can get on your nerves. I fully understand it. If if all of y'all listen to it for 20 seconds and can't even make it past that. But I'm telling you, the longer you listen to this, the more o- okay or or the more in the background her voice gets, just focus in, focus your energies on the backing track, and I'm telling you, it's going to be an okay time. But here's my problem. She never shuts up. She's always talking. There's always some sort of noise that's coming through. Uh, except for actually the chorus. And strangely, the chorus is the best part. I don't want to say strangely. I, I think that's as <laughs> le- least strange as you can I get. I meant strange in a sarcasm sort of oh. way. And strangely. Okay. I didn't hear the strange. I didn't hear the voice. Maybe I, maybe, I need to, maybe I need to make it more obvious. And strangely, that's yeah. the best part. Yeah, I don't know what else to say. Yeah, that. I mean, y- you hear the backing track the most during the chorus. And that is the best part of this song. And... The only reason why I think people would listen to it, to be honest. 
You know, also, I don't think the music video is bad. Like, th- this could have very quickly been an Acor Black level video where she comes out full dreads, full like, like, I'm a badass and I'm going to be a badass. And I think she does a decent job of like not going down that rabbit hole. Not um, crossing the line. Yeah. She's, 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 she's definitely still a little bit fierce. She's still teasing with the line there, but. Yeah, but she's not coming out in super appropriating. You know, she's not appropriating that much, you know, <laughs> which is a which is sad that that's a compliment. But it yeah, kind we have of to is. say that. Yeah. And I actually think that her dancing is actually not too bad. Like uh, the v- video, it has a lot of long takes. It's not a one take, but it has a lot of long takes and it lets her just kind of dance. Not an amazing, amazing dance, but it's less focused on random artsy stuff that sometimes Yona videos are very well known for. And it's just kind of like her dancing. And if you again, you focus straight on the backing track, you might want to get up and dance, too. But here's the strange thing. Like usually um, if you bring in like a good backup dancer, right, you you might have the main kind of members get outshone by them. But I don't know if they brought in bad backup dancers as why she looks like she's dancing well. Give her some credit, man. But she dances as well as the backup dancers. She, I'll just say that. She brings the PP to the KKPP, man. She's <laughs> bringing it. Sure. Uh, she's not bad. I, we've, she's I've not definitely... Bad. We've seen a lot of like soloists from kind of groups, like random groups, you know, and like they don't even try, you know, they can't they, really hold their own. Yeah, they, they can't. Even on some of the bigger groups, when they solo, they don't even bother trying to dance. Like that's like one of the hardest things. That's why Boa is so iconic, is because not many people can Boa. Not many girls can be a solo dancer and singer, right? Even the most, you know, the most famous solo girls we know doesn't really ever do both, right? They're almost always just one thing. I'm not saying Miso deserves to be anywhere close to any of that. I'm just saying give her a little bit of props. We're not saying Miso is the next bowl, right? Yeah. No, no, no. Let's let's not get that. I'm just trying to give her a little bit of props. Let's not get that twisted. In this world of 2K17. Speaking of 2K17, this song I wouldn't have picked unless it was 2K17, uh, which is strange. Because this is a really, like, pretty big name. Maybe you came to watch this episode because of this name. But this is Zico, and his new song is called She's a Baby. It's okay, 내가 이제 하루 종일 또 봐줄게 hey, She's a baby, 알고 보면 애기 혼자 두면 큰일 나요 all day 됐지 됐지, 털끝 하나 건드렸다 봐 Let her sleep well, yeah How you feel? She's a baby, I go boom and eggy. Oh, day. That's that's it. Talk to Tana Gondi up 
So this song is... Why are you laughing, Steven? Well, we looked up the lyrics, Josh, because we were confused. We were like, does he mean she's my baby or does he mean baby like in honey or do... Yeah, or do we mean like an actual child? I think he kind of means child. I think he means both, which is the creepy part. Yeah. I think think it's like it's a child and he wants that. I mean, because I I read the English lyrics. They were really suggestive in a bad way. Like, you know, (laughs) like a pedophile. And I was like, no, that can't be right. So I was reading the Korean part also. I was like, no, it sounds pretty pedophile-y. Yeah, there was um, one where it's like, you're, you're, I'm paraphrasing, but it's like your hand wraps around my thumb. And it, it smells like peaches. Yeah, and it's like, yo, when I hear that, I'm picturing like a five-year-old holding like her dad's thumb. And I'm like, what are you talking about, Zico? And then the very last line of this song, after all this like kind of sweet-talking to a baby is, but you have a boyfriend. I'm jealous of your boyfriend. Or I'm jealous of your boyfriend. What? And it's like, Zico, what the fuck are you talking about, dude? And okay. this song, by the way, was number one. I mean, it kind of switching off between IU and shit, but like, what the fuck? Okay, I, I guess there's a huge thing in Korean and Japanese culture of like, you know, older brother kind of things and like dating younger girls kind of thing. But I, w- I was kind of I was I was on your side a little bit, a little bit. I was ready to defend you, Zico, until that line about the wrap in your hand around my thumb, kind of part. That I was just like, oh, can't help you there, Zico. You and talked I, about. I'm mm. sure there's somebody already writing a comment that's like, that's not what it means. If you read the lyrics more clearly, we, maybe we you're know, tr- maybe we know tr- what he's trying to say. Right? He's trying to say like, oh yeah, I, I don't know what he's trying to say at all. You, you don't name a fucking song. She's a baby. Like, what, what is, what, what is? Right. Right. I, I think he's like, oh, he's being more symbolic. He means a bit. But like, you know what? Actually, devil's advocate. I would have been completely on board this like brother sister relationship until the last line of the song. Right. Although I guess there's still an argument made that like, oh, he's jealous of that girl's boyfriend, not because he wants to touch that KKPP, right? It's because when your sister has a boyfriend, her attention right. is now gone from from the big brother relationship. Or, or he could have like phrased this in a way that's like, oh, she's she's too like to your to his fans, like, oh, she's too young to like me. You know, she's just a kid still, right? And if he'd be like, oh, you know, you you shouldn't like me, kind of song, then I can get behind that. A little bit, but the part where he's like, "Yo, I'm jealous of her, of your boyfriend." And, and you smell ha, ha. like peaches. You don't smell your goddamn huh? sisters, okay? You're gonna be like, huh? "Oh, girl, you make my thumb feel big, and you smell like peaches." Like hell no. I'm jealous of your boyfriend. Well, yeah. That was like a one, two, three of like creepy pedophile. Yeah, creepy. And you phrases. know what? The music video. I know we haven't talked about the song yet, but the music video does not help with the creepy pedophile thing because Zico is wearing. Some fucking weird ass shit. And heavy, heavy makeup. I know what you're saying. He's a K-pop artist. He, you know, G-Dragon also wears some weird things. I just don't understand how Zico still kind of has this like badass rapping reputation when he comes out with fucking shit like this. You know the thing I is, know that's a very Western mode of thinking. But no, I just, but here, here it's, it's kind of true because I think you and I are more of the old school type of hip hop. If, if you're, if we can really even classify you as that, Steven, but. Nowadays, like rappers and shit, they're coming out all avant-garde and they're talking about shooting people up like, you know, wearing the most frou-frou shit ever. 
I don't, I mean, uh, of course I don't listen as much rap as you, but like from my understanding, like a lot of rappers now wear like eighties fashion, but they don't wear fucking things with frills on it. They don't wear a pound of makeup on their face and lipstick. They don't like have the, like the music video is, is like a weird perverted, like staring contest with Zico for like three fourths. Yeah. Like K-pop stars, they just just take it to another level with kind of weirdness in terms of hip hop. Like, I can't take you seriously as like, oh, I'm hard and I go hard and all that. When you're wearing like, like, like you're, uh, you know, a fucking waiter in the 1800s in France. Like, come on, man. I can't. And like, I, I can't I take don't, you seriously, bro. I think a lot of K-pop dudes are really good looking. And I think Zico is decent Decently looking, looking. But like, I personally, I, I'm not looking at him and I'm like, I'm not trying to disparage him because he's like, oh, you look like a girl. You're doing girl things. That's no. not what I'm saying. I'm just saying he looks like a goofy idiot. And he looks like a goober. And I just don't understand why girls eat that shit up. Like, I just, it's like, you look like a weirdo. You're wearing weirdo things. I don't understand how. And then at the same moment, people are like, yo, he's amazing. He's fucking cookie. What was that song? Tough cookie. Tough cookie. Like, I can't take you fucking seriously, man. It's like to a level of like Bobby's high five. Like, it's just so ridiculous that he. I don't uh, know if you're doing it as a joke or if you're for serious. Yeah. Anyways, that's a, a lot of harping on his look. But okay. why do I like this song? Good well, let's talk about this song. Let's talk about this song. Uh, yeah, this song is kind of in the same wheelhouse as the other songs we talked about in this episode. And a lot of songs that we talked about in 2017, it's a very coffee shop sounding kind of song, very simplistic. For me, I think it, it really sounds nice that it's simplistic. I can hear you know, the electric guitar very well. I can hear the keyboard very well. Aziko, singing wise, not, not bad. Um, the rap also I could do without again. I think he he Z a little bit, but not too much, and it's standable for me. And I think the the best part is after the first few seconds, it kind of gets into this more bassy jazzy section of it, and I really really like the backing track at that point. I don't really like this song at all. Yeah, I know you don't like uh, it at all. But like, there's but there's some things that you have to say about it, right? Like, I do think it sounds very uh, musical in, like, the musical sense where uh, there's a lot of, like, tempo changes in the way he's singing. It's like he's having a conversation kind of uh, with the audience, which a lot of musicals kind of do, where they're kind of sing, sing, singing their way through a conversation. Um, so it really did remind me of that where, like, at any moment his singing pattern changes and his singing style kind of changes a little bit. I don't like that at all. Like, I think it makes the song very... Um, inconsistent and in a musical that's fine because it's trying to tell a story in a song that's weird to me i I don't want it um and i don't mean a musical song like the actual song i mean like it's like the intro prelude to the actual song where they're warming up to sing the actual song and they're kind of half singing to get there i got what you mean i mean it's okay if you don't because it's kind of a weird thing Um, But as Josh said, once the bass kicks in and the song becomes more quote unquote standard, it has an actual like um, structure to it. I'm I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it. It's just that I I don't think I'm ever going to download a song because I got to get through like a minute of Zico's to to get there. And it's the song's only like two and a half minutes long too. It's only two and a half minutes. Something like that. Felt like five hours. Oh God. Anyways. Um, it's my pick and not yours for a reason, right? But that's true. You hey. really also don't like that Miso song, but I picked oh, that. Oh, I really don't like that song, but 
Yeah. This is where we are. This is where we are. So uh, moving on to the last pick is also kind of a very me song, I think. I don't think Josh likes this song at all. Not so much, no. Uh, but it is a kind of interesting song in theory. It's by Hyorin from Sistar and Changmo from, I don't know. Who knows know. where? Uh, he's a rapper. <laughs> and their song together is called Blue Moon. Now, this song was produced by Groovy Room. Groovy Room has shown up quite a lot in yeah. the kind of R&B scene. He does a lot of work with Jay Park, I think, AOMG. He does a smattering of other random artists. Yeah, you can kind of tell him by his call tag. The call tag is like, it groovy everywhere is the... In like kind of a, like a baby voice. Yeah. Yeah. And it's weird that this is a Groovy Room song because he is very specific in his style. He does like to make kind of chiller r&b-ish kind of songs and this one is a little bit more edm-y but not quite in a great way i i, yeah, I personally I'll, think not a good edm song right like i think a way better example of what i want is you know hyorin when justin no we talked about a couple episodes ago like that song is way 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 more what i want this one is like in a weird mixture of both and i think very similarly to like the ayu and hyoko thing it's like there's some the this song is weird because the chorus is the worst part of the song. The chorus is where the entire tempo changes and it becomes this weird, oddly happy, cutesy, EDM-y song out of nowhere. Just out of nowhere. Completely out of nowhere. Like we we even thought like the track skipped. It's like someone knocked the table and another track all of a sudden started. And there's like a weird part when the chorus starts as well. Like it it, it definitely sounds like jarring to us. Like when we heard it, Steven and I both looked at each other and we were like, what the fuck was that? Yeah, yeah. And I actually was enjoying the song. Like uh, the the verse, I actually enjoyed. Hyorin's voice is, is pretty good. The backing track was actually kind of pretty good. Later on, after the weird EDM chorus, like Changmo's part is actually not bad. It's actually not bad. He's kind of like a better Doki. Like he kind of has a Doki style, but sings more he raps more to the song yeah 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 um like it's definitely i'm sure there's a better comparison out there but like for me it sounded most similar to doki like there is this kind of r&b feel to it that i enjoy it's just kind of weird that they added this chorus in that is just straight up weird it's not groovy everywhere guys yeah it 
this would probably be uh, the Groovy Room song I like the least. Um, because Groovy Room, I think I'm more of a fan of like his kind of producing style than you are, Steven, because he is very more laid back kind of hip hop style. And it's really interesting to see him do EDM because he does have a more hip hop style of EDM or maybe even like an R&B style of EDM music. And it just doesn't really work uh, in my mind. Right. Like it's it's kind of a weird combination. Like I get the idea of like, okay, I do kind of lay back R&B and I'm going to add in EDM because there are entire genres of mixing EDM with hip hop, right? Like trap is a big mix of uh kind of hip-hop and, and different EDM. styles right and, and i really like trap but this was like he didn't even mix it he just did one and then did the other and they didn't merge that's know? exactly how i feel i i really feel the verse itself could be you know produced by groovy room very much it really does sound like his style and the chorus just sounds like someone i don't even know and not a good someone <laughs> a bad somebody like get the fuck out of here somebody and uh, this music video is also the music video that we were talking about earlier. Like it's very similar to kind of the DPR style, you know, green or green screen kind of sky and a lot of jarring visual colors and filters and things like that. Not not my cup of tea. Yeah. Actually, I think this is a, a worse version. Much like, worse. At least the urn one and the DPR live one, they go full on. Let's get high together. Let's get fucked up. This one was like a shittier version of it. Um, where the effects that they added were really cheap looking, like not even that interesting. Like there's a little bit of interestingness to how weird the urn one can get. Same with the DPR live one. This one is like, here's a stock flame that we bought for like $2 and we're going to put it up here. And like, it's not interesting at all. Right. We're not flipping the whole world and making you think like you're in an aquarium. We're not doing any of that fun stuff. We're just going to do like the shittier version of it. Boring stuff. Yeah. Which sucks because Kyoran looks great. Um, well, she's a little forehead. Disagree. Oh, really? I didn't think she looked ugly. I, I she don't looked think good. she looked particularly attractive. Oh, you didn't no. think she looked particularly no. attractive? Hmm. Hmm, she is. Uh, I mean, maybe I'm being a little too kind. She didn't look ugly. Like some of the other girls we're going to talk about later on today. Hmm. I thought she looked fine. Anyways, before I get a lot of hate mail on saying bad things about Hyorin. I was the one who, was, who said that she doesn't look attractive. You dragged me down with you, I'm Josh. sorry. I'm sorry. Let's go to some iTunes reviews where people say bad things about, about us. us. We got some great reviews. We got two this time. Our iTunes ratings went up to 142. Again, thank you guys so much for leaving some ratings. You don't even need to review us. You can just leave a rating. That also helps us out um, because, again, that's one of the major metrics that I can see to show that we're beating those other podcasts. Now, we are going to start working more with those podcasts, but we want to make sure that we're still number one. We're and, number one. Yeah. And one of the only ways we can America this is for you guys to show us those stars because you know American stars. USA. Um, so I want to get to our first review that we got is by Cowboy Bop. Yo, I love that name. That is like the best name. That's a great name. And here she says, Josh and Steven crank out a consistently good podcast that'll keep you up to date with what's new in the K-pop world. I've tried just about every other podcast and got sick of them all pretty quickly. Uh, his words, not, not ours. <laughs> <laughs> but these two dudes do it just about right. I gave them four stars instead of five because they don't talk much about alternative mainstream K-pop or B-side songs. Generally, though, good stuff. Keep it up, dudes. I, I would argue with that last kind of thought though uh, i think we do give a good kind of 
side or we do showcase more alternative mainstream K-pop because um, just from reviews that we normally get, a lot of people say, oh, I like Josh and Steven because they introduce us to a lot of new music we I have not heard. And I think we do talk a fair amount about music videos and such that, you know, are less than, you know, 50,000 views. So I would think that's alternative mainstream K-pop. So I'm not really sure what you're what You know what I about. think this means? I, I think he's not talking about alternative, like, you know, indie, indie girls singing tracks or hip-hop artists. I think he's specifically talking about smaller K-pop groups. I don't think this is the right wording. I, I could be totally wrong, Cowboy Biffin Mop. But like, I, the only way this makes sense to me is if he's talking about those tiny K-pop groups that we never talk about, like like B B tier groups. No, like the F tier groups that we don't talk about, like like oh. the girls, girls, and the Aprils. Or Aprils actually probably too big of a name for what I'm talking about. Like all those Nugu groups that we never talk about on the podcast because they're never good. I I, oh. I feel like it makes more sense if that's what this person means. Because I think we do a great job of talking. I mean, just this episode, despite it being a terrible episode, I mean, we talk about. Have you ever heard of Miso? We talked about Earn. Earn, you know? Oh, Hyuk, you know. (laughs) But uh, some people that are, you know. Yeah. And and you are correct, though, on B sides. Yeah, we don't don't normally talk talk about B sides. Although, if you check out our K pop roundtable, we talk a lot about B sides because recently, in this good old year, 2017, we are lacking so much on good songs that I have actually started trying to find b-side songs and so you know pristine has a really good b-side song running i got josh on that train i'm on it uh again i've mentioned that um brave girls also has a good b-side song called memory but you are correct though that we don't normally talk about b-side songs because normally we actually have uh, too many songs to talk about and we were limiting them to eight in the past nowadays we have so little songs to talk about we have trouble naming six yeah, and we do kind of disparage, I guess, B-sides a little bit. We If we, if a song is like particularly not interesting or doesn't really pop, we do call it a B-side. But there are a good amount of B-sides out there. But that's um, where we need your help. Like, yeah. oh, There were some B-side songs I never would have even listened to if it wasn't for like the Slack people or emails or Twitter. Like, If there's a great B-side song, I mean, send that shit our way because we watch a lot of music videos. We don't necessarily have time to check out every b-side song of every album that drops because that's a shit ton of songs yeah but if someone recommends it to us then that's a different story eh? right so cowboy bippenbop send us some recommendations sorry we pretty much critiqued your entire review i'm sorry but yeah but thank you for the review and rating (laughs) nonetheless uh, i'm gonna read the next one and this one is from stop telling me username taken he or she says uh twick introduces me to artists i probably would have regularly ignored the hosts have great chemistry and know what they are talking about, even if I mostly disagree with them. Uh, definitely worth your time slash downloads if you love K-pop or are interested in hearing about new groups. Kind of want to see these two fight because those are the kind of contrasting. Opposite, uh, yeah, but thank you very much uh, for yeah. your review for both of them. I mean, again, I don't really care what the star rating is, right? Tell us your honest opinions. I would rather it be a five star review, but. We would take anything. That I, shows us that real people download this podcast. And I also disagree about something from this one. Uh, we don't know what we're talking about most of the time. Yeah, we forget people's <laughs> names and, and where we heard things or what songs certain songs sound like sometimes all the time. So we're not perfect, but we're, we're just giving it our opinion. Yeah, we are. And now comes to the highlight section of 2017. Our section titled Big Names. No games. And this is where we talk about big name songs 
that usually we didn't particularly enjoy, but people sometimes ask us like, hey, what do you think about this? What do you think about this? This is the section for that. And this episode, we got two songs, only two songs to talk about. Only two. They are big names, though. Pretty big ass names. One of them is definitely a no game. The other one. So, so. Eh. So, so no game. So the one, the first one we're going to talk about is by Taeyeon. She's been busting out fucking song after song after song from her album. Mm-hmm. Um, and the song is called Make Me Love You. Make me love you. Make me love you. Now, this song, while being weirdly uh, like a pedophile or like Not a rapist pedophile. anthem. Um, it, it's it's more of like dominatrix, like, make me love you. It's like, okay. See, I was thinking more sinister. It's like, <laughs> I'm into like faux rapes. Anyways, I don't want to put those words in Taeyeon's in words. Um, like, <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know. But like the English lyrics are a little weird, right? It's yeah, like, make, make me kiss me you. you. Make me kiss you. It's like, Taeyeon, I didn't know you were into that shit, girl. Come on. Obviously, she didn't write the lyrics. No. I don't think so. Who knows if she actually... Maybe we're just dirtying something that shouldn't have been dirty. But we're dirty people. Um, this song was produced by a trio of some names. Uh, Aaron Benward, Matthew Tisler, and Felicia Barton. And if any of those ring a bell, these are the trio that brought us the amazing song, Good Luck. Good fucking luck. Good getting it again. Uh, again, again, a- a- again. A- 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 good luck. Anyways, a- good luck right. if you guys are not. In case uh, another terrible good luck song was ever released. Um I don't know. Wasn't there a B song called Good Luck? Uh, that's why or I that's Good Night. No, it's good, good luck, I think, right? I don't know. Speaking See, of not. We don't know things, what we're talking about. Oh um, um, yeah. But we do know though, is that this song is worse than cover up, which was a, a B side like lyrics uh Song we talked about in the last episode. It's pretty good, actually. But better than I Got Love, which was the stanky saxophone. Saxophone fart <laughs> sound um, song. Like, I honestly, like, this song was... Meh. 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 Like, I, I'm actually not sure why this song got a music video, but then Cover Up didn't. Although, I think this song is definitely more for the Korean audience than Cover Up. Um, So, I guess I, I, I'm going to walk that back and say I do understand it. Yeah, because cover up is more, I guess, EDM focused, and this is kind of more Taeyeon style song, so yeah. it, it doesn't make boring. sense in that aspect. I just think it's just so boring. Like the chorus is literally just quarter notes, you just make me love you, and I, and I understand like some people enjoy that kind of thing, 
it's just I just didn't get any feeling behind this song. Whenever she sings like kind of slower songs, unless it's a straight up ballad, right? There's not a straight up ballad. I just got no feeling from it. Like watching it, I got no feeling, which again is is very different than like why, which I love and again I'll say it was in my top five, I think, 2016. Like I get a lot of feeling from that song. Or I or maybe the Dean song, you know. But like this one was just like me. Mm. She looked good. I, mm, there was one one scene, especially where the makeup was not good. I ugh. she was doing a little bit of that. Whoever did that clown makeup for Sujin in uh, Sojin Sojin and Girls Day was a little clown making it. I, I really, I really, really hate that look where the makeup looks really, really looks really cakey and it's and it's really heavy on the blush. Yeah, uh, especially kind of like a red or a pink blush. And on top of that, they put some like weird like decals on her cheeks also, which was not good. Not a fan of that. Yeah, um, yeah. And yeah. this is uh, from a guy who formerly or not formally, but I like, still I still think Tans. yeah, I still think she's very attractive. Just sometimes stylistically, they did not choose the great choices. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But speaking of pretty girls, well, speaking of girls where they weren't making great choices how they look sure I, I think i know where you're going with this but <laughs> i'm just going to introduce them uh the song that definitely does not have any game uh is exid their song's called night rather than day Produced by Shinsadong Tiger. They work a lot with Shinsadong Tiger, but this Can't song fucking believe it. Is does not sound like a Shinsadong Tiger song at all. In a bad way. Not in a good way. And I think Steven and I uh, we figured out what it was uh after the fact, after we watched the music video. And this the- this is how shit how much we dislike this video is that we couldn't even notice that a member was missing. Yeah, there's no Solji who is the main vocal uh in the in the group. And if you don't have a, a strong vocal it changes up the whole arrangement of the song soji is going through some health issues so i hope she gets better quickly but this song is really really like different without her in it right like i know some of the other girls can sing we're not saying they can't sing because i've heard some things right EXC is really popular and i really like some of their songs so i watch a lot of things um, i even we even watch that damn show the the, the what is it called EXID. Go on vacations and do shit. Yeah, what I, I think it shows how much EXID has fallen in our eyes that we didn't even notice that Soji wasn't there. Because I've actually watched a fair bit of 
things involving EXID, right? A was bad that we didn't even notice that she wasn't there. B, I don't even think it's the. I honestly think if she was here, it they, it, it wouldn't, wouldn't have fixed anything, right? Like maybe they could have had her sing a little bit stronger, but like this song is just not good. It's just not good. Yeah. It's like this weird layering of so many different styles, and none of them are good. It's not Frankenstein-y. No, Frankenstein is is is. is it does not describe this song. It's like Frankenstein's song, like each different parts, it they sound like different songs, but each part in this song sounds like it's clashing against each other. And it just goes on for the entire time. Yeah. And it, it's it, it to kind of elaborate what Steven means by we didn't even know she wasn't there. We didn't even know she was there like in the video visually. And we also did not recognize that she was not there in this song musically. Right. It, it's been that long since we've, or I guess cared about EXID, which is weird because I did. Mm. We did kind of enjoy their last song. Lie is a pretty good song. Decently right? liked it. Yeah, Pink Hot was a terrible song. Hot Pink? No, no, no. It's Pink Hot. They never once say Hot Pink. Let's get pink, that straight. Hot. Okay. Pink Hot. Um, ding, 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 ding. And then even before that, like th- their songs have been eh, right? Like Up and Down, of course, best song, whatever. L- less, um, lesser versions of Up and Down. Right. It was really surprising when we were like, holy shit, like there's only four girls. Like we fucking missed an entire girl. Like we even noticed that Teen Top lost the member almost instantly. instantly. We're like, oh, wait, isn't Teen Top missing a member? <laughs> and like we don't give no fucks about Teen Top, right? Yeah. Just sad. Like it was that we were we were paying so little attention to the video despite us having both our eyeballs on the video that well, I don't know if that's true for Josh. But like for most of our eyeballs on the video that like and we still miss that? Like that's an issue. So so there's okay, I'm gonna go on a tangent here, but there's this saying uh amongst magicians. We say like a big motion to cover a small motion. And this song's big motion was that it was such shit and it clashed together so much that we did not notice that it didn't have like that classic EXID like vocal part in it. Right, right. So like it's this weird mix of like Ellie's rapping has always been very like different it just sounds like stylistically yeah from a different thing and it kind of works in the up and down oh yeah era kind of but in this song it's just so out of place it's like some of it it's kind of a ballad and some of it's kind of a funk thingy bobber and like you put them all together and some of the girls don't look great like i'm sorry to some of those girls but like ellie's fucking face is still melting off like (sighs) I love the girl with the short hairs, like personality. She's great, but they try like sometimes she looks kind of cute with her short hair, right? Because a lot of girls get that short hair shaft, right? And they kind of always kind of look weird. But like the the styling in this video is just not for her. It's not for her. And and giraffe neck got this weird color for her hairstyle. Not she had red red velvet hair and. she is not a red velvet hair person. Okay. She's, I don't even think a lot of the red velvet girls look good in that red velvet hair. No, no, no. Okay. I'm sorry. I don't know her name off the top of my head. And I know it's bad that we call a giraffe girl, but like long neck. Oh, right. Yeah. She has that name. Uh huh. Yeah. Um, like she, she's really pretty, really pretty. And she looks not good. In not this. pretty in this. Hmm. And I totally understand. Like, I get it. For years, we were asking AXID to do something different. I totally get that they finally did something different. 
But again, if you're going to go with something different, just like our G friend talk, if you're going to go with something different, don't use the same fucking producer. Because that dude is obviously producing in a certain style for a goddamn reason. Right. This is not Shinsen Tiger's strong point right here. Okay. Find a different producer if you're going to go a different route. Terrible. End of rant. Terrible. So, yeah, with that. Oh, God. We have a relatively short uh, episode, but it was a short week, actually. There's not mm-hmm. that many songs this uh, this episode to even talk about. Um, you know, to fill a little bit of time, I mean, the songs that barely missed the mark was like, uh, you know, Kisum, Kisum song. Mm-hmm. It's called Sleep Tight, which I am going to download, actually, because I do kind of enjoy it. Decently good song. Um, uh, Dreamcatcher. I'm not gonna download, but it is interesting. They're really, tr- really trying to be like baby metal. Really trying to be. I, I, it, it hurts me every time you say baby metal, but I, I fully understand. There's no other. Uh, you, you, you kind of get what I'm. Going I would for. rather you just say they're trying to be J Rock. They're trying to be J Rock. Sorry, I know baby metal has a very close and near and dear, you know, baby, place in your baby heart. metal is in a whole nother league. Okay, baby metal's whole nother league. All right. Because, I'm going to say this again, baby metal, the three girls in baby metal is not baby metal. Baby metal is the band behind baby metal, and they're fucking amazing. Even for metal fans, they say they're fucking amazing. This Dreamcatcher is rock, and I'm using air quotes here, but it's not real rock. It's no. like Poppy J Rock. Okay, so yeah, yeah don't and compare not good kind metal. of Poppy J Rock. Baby metal fucking jams their fucking the dicks out. Okay, all right, calm it down. But if you're into that, if you like J Rock, I feel like I feel like Jonathan would from K-pop Hapa would really like Dreamcatcher. I think I he would. Know. I think he would. Be, I kind of want to ask him later, but like it is very J Rock, and it is interesting in the sense that nobody really does that in Korea, but they don't do that in Korea for a reason. It's not popular. It's not popular. I. St- Still don't know why they bother even releasing Korean songs when they should just entirely just focus go to on Japan. Japan. Go to Maybe Japan they're releasing Jap- Japanese songs too, and we just don't know. Um, just but focus, I think a Japanese there. audience would eat that shit up because hmm. they are cute girls. Um, Korean cute girls. Yeah. Speaking of cute girls, uh, we had this dude named Ten. <laughs> he's from <laughs> NCT. I'm sorry that transition. Yeah, he's a cute girl. Um, he ain't released a solo station song. Wait, it is a station song. Yeah, right? it's a station song. Um, called "Dream in a Dream," and it's kind of interesting. I know Josh really doesn't like. I it. I really don't like it's it. It's kind of interesting because it's not really a song. Like it's ninety percent instrumental, and then he sings a little bit during the chorus. Um, but I kind of enjoy it because it's like a performance kind of thing. Like if you're into that SM kind of modern dance kind of thing, you might be into it. But I have loved. Since Morning Masume, 10 years ago, I loved, I don't know what instrument it is, but it's like the more super Asian-y, like down, 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 down. I can't even emulate it very well. It's like a, um, yeah, it's like a string, Asian, Asian string instrument, very yeah. traditional Asian string instrument. And they use it in the in this song, but kind of remixed into more of like an, a newer age, again, EDM-y kind of song, because it is SM, you know? Um, I think it's kind of interesting. I'm never going to download it, but I think it's kind of interesting. You should probably check that out. Nah, don't bother. All right, ouch. And the last one for Don't Bother might be Teen Top. You know, they lost a member. And, you know, I, I think it, uh, the only reason I want to bring this up is because Beast kind of went back to the roots with, or sorry, Highlight went back to their roots with their last song, and that song's been fucking killing it. Um, I was actually at a restaurant, and they played it three times when I was there. In a, oh, Not in a row, uh-huh. but it was like, 
the highlight song and then three songs later it was again and then four songs later it was it again like and every single time nobody so was, was like fan. switch it nobody was like switch it everybody was like oh yeah so they kind of brought it back to basics and i think teen top's new song love is also kind of brings it back to teen toppy basics especially with the fucking googly moogly feet movements <laughs> Yeah, we were making a joke. We're like, when are they going to do the kicking thing? And then they legitimately just did that fucking, that like cartoon, I'm going to run really fast kind of kicking a kick. Yeah, I I just hear the sound of my head like, yeah, like Flintstone kick. Yeah. And that was kind of ridiculous, but you know, I thought it was okay. Ridiculous. Um, And yeah, that was us filling a little bit more time. I don't know what to call that section. How about 2K17 sucks so much. These are the songs that. Barely made the list. Come up with an acronym for that one, guys. Anyways. Anyways, we'll see you guys in the next week for an after show. Don't know what that after show will be, but it will be an after show. And then in two weeks after that, let's again hope for a break in this trend. Let's hope for the best fucking week we've ever had. And we'll see you guys then.